This is Sonia Brock podcasting from Toronto, Ontario. This particular podcast is about early jazz, my early days in New York, and learning to play the guitar. And Vince Hickey. Vincent Hickey was a drummer. He patterned himself after a New Orleans drummer called Baby Dodds, who was the brother of Johnny Dodds, a well-known clarinetist who had played with Kid Ory's band. Vince was a member of a radical group I belonged to in the 60s. He and I became friends because we both liked traditional jazz, and, as he put it, the other members of the group were a bunch of tin ears. In other words, they didn't get it. When it came to music, I sort of got it, although I was as green as grass. And I'd already started a collection of traditional jazz music with Johnny Dodd, Sidney Bechet, King Oliver, and Kidori, and the like. I had a plastic slide whistle, a sort of a kid's version of a trombone, and I learned to play against those New Orleans jazz records to improvise. That kind of music, when they're all playing together in a session without the solo bits, and there weren't as many solo bits then as there are nowadays, those musicians actually played counterpoint. If you separated out the different instruments, the lead instruments like clarinet and trumpet and so forth, then they each played different tunes over the same chord changes, and the tunes all worked together. This really caught my attention and my imagination because I'd always loved counterpoint from hearing Bach. My dad really liked Bach and played him a lot. Here it was again, but it was jazz, and that was absolutely terrific. And in with the jazz was that golden root, the blues. Vince would come over from time to time, particularly if I fed him. He showed me some things about drumming. He was quite amazing to my neophyte way of looking at it. He could play something called the spoons, which was an old-time instrumental timekeeping trick involving kitchen cutlery. He could crumple up paper and make it sound like brushes. Vince could turn just about anything into a drum kit. He was a good drummer. Now, he was the son-in-law of Victoria Spivey. Vince himself was half Irish and half Italian, and boy, could he make meatballs. He was married to Victoria's adopted daughter, and I got to meet the family through him. I went to the Victoria Spivey, as she always pronounced it, Spivey, Lonnie Johnson reunion at Gerda's Folk City, but that was a stellar night, covered in another podcast. I continued with my interest in traditional music, although what I was hearing around me was the kind of wishy-washy folk music that was popular at the time. There were some really excellent musicians that came out of the folk music boom, but most of it was crap. But in between the cracks, the real stuff was coming through. My ear had been trained by listening to that early jazz music, so when I heard the real thing, I recognized it as being part of the root. A lot of this early jazz music was blues-based. The blues had sort of seeped into New Orleans, and W.C. Handy was actually a field researcher for these early blues turns and copyrighted everything he laid ear to. God bless him. I was at Washington Square Park one time, 
and a quite old colored gentleman showed up with his guitar and a promoter. I don't know who he was, but he was obviously a known traditional blues musician, a pioneer. When he started to play, a herd of young blues wannabes clustered around him quite quickly and started playing too. I don't think it mattered if they were in tune or even playing the same song as long as they could say afterwards that they had played with this particular blues pioneer. I didn't much care for that. I'd as soon have heard the old guy and what he had to sing, but there you go. Another time in Tompkins Square Park, on New York's Lower East Side, they had brought in a five-part gospel group, just vocals. They were standing on the grass and singing, and it was quite, quite marvelous. What was really good about it was that I knew what they were going to sing in the next line. I had learned. I will fly away, great glory, I will fly away in the morning when I die. Good morning, by and by, I'll fly away. I had picked it up, and here it was, alive and standing before me, all familiar. The music of the South had become mysteriously my music. I also heard Gil Evans in the same park. And that was another good and real experience of a different kind. I was woodshedding a lot at this time, learning to play guitar after my fashion. I was singing these old blues numbers over and over again. I never got tired of them. There was something new about them every time. They weren't like popular music at all. They had legs. They had staying powder. They had staying power. And of course, they were about real things that happened to real people. It was folk music, but folk music that was still alive and kicking. This is Sonia Brock, and I can be reached through my website at soniabrock.com, S-O-N-I-A-B-R-O-C-K.